Welcome to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Don Rosinger, and I'm here with my husband, Travis Rosinger. Hey, welcome. It's so great to have you guys with us today. Well, we are just coming off a great week. We had an incredible week of vacation. We love vacation. It's such a needed time. We were able to spend four days with my son and his wife and our our beautiful grandsons. And then we were off in an airplane and we got to enjoy four amazing days with our daughter, her husband, and my adorable granddaughter. So it was a week filled with cuddles, kisses, laughter, and great memories. Yeah. Wow. It's a bucket filler to be able to be around family that much. But then also we just unhitched our minds. We went off the grid, didn't we? There was something extra special that we did though on this vacation. Something, Travis, that you have never, ever done before and had been many years since I had done this. Travis, we went to Walt Disney World, like we went to Magic Kingdom. That was your first time ever being there. Yeah, in Orlando, Florida, it was incredible. Like it really caught me off guard. It Not did. only did it T-bone me, cause I didn't know we were gonna go. It was uh, my our daughter and son-in-law's idea. And yeah. they're like, hey, let's go to Disney yep, World tomorrow. and they tomorrow. happened to get two extra tickets, which was a huge blessing. So So not only did we go, but we got to go for free. And you know what? You know who gave us those tickets. So thank you. We appreciate you. Wow, it was incredible. Yeah, it was so cool. But but then just even driving up, I mean, I kind of grew up poor. So the idea of ever going to Disney World in Orlando, Florida, it just has never crossed my mind. It's not something that, you know, I've ever done, but we didn't take our kids to Disney World. And so driving up, it kind of caught me off guard. I was ecstatic about going and almost emotional, but had so much fun. Like it was a blast to ride the rides, but to just be in such a happy, fun environment. I know we had to go on some of the iconic rides. Like, you know, it's a small world after all. Why could we go on that one? Because our granddaughter is big enough or she's an infant, but was able to go on this ride with us. And we wanted to make sure you got to experience it, Travis. But then we also got to go on the carousel and then Space Mountain. Like obviously our granddaughter (laughs) couldn't go on that, but Space Mountain, the indoor roller coaster that that's completely pitch black. Like that was so much fun. So crazy. Yeah. Dives and twists and turns and you feel like you're going to die, but it was really cool. It was so great. Such a fun experience. Very memorable. Well, on today's episode, we decided to do something that we've been kind of wanting to do for a long time. We wanted to do an episode on dating your spouse. Well, think about dating though. The idea of a balloon came to our minds. We'll call it the marriage balloon. Marriage is kind of like the party balloon at the wedding, but over time, air slips out of the balloon and eventually that balloon is completely flat or dead. You know, we've seen those types of balloons yeah, before. Yeah, at the end of the night. They're, they're completely on the floor, deflated. they're yeah. deflated. Yep, yeah. it happens slowly over time. Any joy in life is now gone. Now, we all know that just because a balloon loses air doesn't mean that you can't untie it and reblow it up. With air again, the balloon can be used for a wedding reception party when it's first blown up, but when it deflates, it looks like it needs to be thrown away. Again, marriages can look a lot like deflated balloons. Yeah, and I think this is a great example or you know analogy, idea of a picture of what a marriage can look yep. like in the beginning and what it could look like after a couple of years. So how can we re-inflate that balloon? Well, that's kind of where dating comes in. When you date your spouse, it's like taking that deflated balloon and giving it a long, hard, big blow. After doing that enough, eventually the balloon can be put back up again at a party. Its life is back and so is its purpose. So here's a question for you guys. 
if your marriage was a balloon and the amount of dates you and your spouse have gone on during the recent past couple years of your marriage represents the air in the balloon, would your marriage balloon be full of air and ready to be hung back up, half full and worth taking down, or completely deflated and tired, ready to be thrown out? What would your marriage look like if it was a balloon? Such a great question. You know, that balloon that when you're first putting them up, they're just so fun to look at. They're so full of life, ready to party. Yes. But then there's those, you know, halfway through balloons that, yeah, they're kind of running out of steam. But then there's the ones on the ground. You know, the ones that are just there, they ran out of air and you just want to clean them up, go home and go to bed. And so this is a great picture of maybe where people marriages are right now. I love that, Don. So Travis, I love parties and I love living a vibrant life with you. What about you? Do you like parties? Oh man, I love parties. You know, I think Don, it's just that anticipation of getting everything ready. Like you talked about, you know, getting the balloons and preparing the food, knowing that everybody's going to be coming over and we're going to have a great time. And that's what I like our life together daily to be. I I I want it to be a party. I don't want it to be like, you know, the night be- night after and everybody's worn out and exhausted. I want it to be the yeah, night of I agree. where it's a party. <laughs> where you're getting ready for all your people to come over and yeah, hang out. Yeah, it's so good. So we want to focus in this episode on how you can date your spouse. And that's why the title of this episode is 10 Things Every Date With Your Spouse Must Include. But before we jump into what every date with your spouse must include, which can help answer the how to date question. We first want to start with our experience with dating as a couple, as a husband and wife couple. So Don, let's just camp out here for a little bit, spend some time talking about what we have learned about dating for our marriage. I know when we are going on dates on a regular basis, there's something different in our marriage. What is it? Well, there's strong chemistry. There's a wind in our sails. There's extra momentum to, you know, want to grab your your hand or your waist and be close. We are on the same page and our life running stride is matched up yep. and it's in That's sync. True. Yep. I definitely feel that as well. It makes a huge difference, yes. doesn't it? And when we are connecting on a very simple level of focusing on each other in a date, it's just powerful. But for us, Don, as you know, dating isn't that complicated no, for you and I. No, because we love it. Something that we love to do. We love to yeah. be together. We love to go on dates. And we love exploring. We love exploring. <laughs> but you know, we're also not that complicated of people. I right. mean, we don't have to buy a $150 steak. We don't have to spend $1,000 on a concert you know, for a pair of tickets. You and I just love to have fun and be together. It's not complicated for us. It's really a simple exchange of the both of us saying no to the rest of the world and saying yes to each other. I mean, that's really what the core, the the bottom, if you will, of, of what exactly a date is. And we turn down the volume of life and it's the moment that we turn up the volume of us of the sound of one another's voices. And it really goes, you know, kind of the way that we like to date and the way that we like to live our lives. It kind of goes with what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. It says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude 
of sins. Boy, if there's ever been a marriage verse, this is a great one. Why? Because there's a lot of like mistakes yeah. that we make or things that we do, flaws that we have in our marriage. We have sins, right? right yep. And we need love to cover a multitude of sins. But when it comes to this idea of dating, the phrase, keep loving one another earnestly, man, it just jumps out. And one way to do that is to date your spouse and to pursue them. I love that word pursue because to me, it's the idea of chasing someone down. Right, and it takes yep. some earnestness to do that. You have Not to earnestly go running. after yep, someone. And that means you do it seriously. You do it with everything within you. And this is something that both spouses need to do. I know, Don, you and I were raised in a culture and environment where it was always the man was chasing the, the woman. Yep. And really, the reality is, it's really a husband and a wife pursuing Together. each other. Yes. The husband pursues his wife and the wife pursues her husband. Wanting to go on a date is really saying, I want to continue to deepen a relationship with you, my Right, spouse. Yep. So again, we're camping out and kind of talking about what dating has meant to us over the years. And part of that is just what do we like to do? Right. You know, what are some fun dates, things that that we do, or we would even use the word typical, although many of our dates are not typical. Uh, but here are a couple things that Don and I really enjoy. We love going to new restaurants and trying different food. I mean, we found a few that we just love. And yeah, we hit the repeat button sometimes and go back to them but trying new restaurants is a blast. We go to concerts. We listen to music, uh, frisbee golf, and scooter rides scooter together. Scooter rides are my favorite. One of the my one favorite. of the best, yeah. and they're so cheap. And yes, we've talked about them a hundred times before on this podcast. But it is one of our go tos that we love. But often we'll go to new places with our scooter. Also, a workout and a picnic date. That sounds strange to a lot of people, but we're life partners. We're yes, friends, we and we enjoy working out together. And then just resting and eating a picnic after we've sweated together. It doesn't sound super like chemistry romantic, but for you and I, it works. And also a dinner and a movie. It's so fun. Don, you and I, we cross the state line. We go to a movie and then we go out to eat and have a fun time talking about the movie or sharing about our future and our life together. Then we've gone to theater and the stage and watched actors and actresses. And of course, then there's the, the dates that go past an hour or two hours and sometimes last a week or two. And those are the long trips, trip, the romantic yep, getaways, things like that. But then dancing anywhere. It's right. just fun to stop and twirl you and to dance. And I love to pull you close and just hug on you in a public place. And that's one of my favorite things to do, Charles. I know there's times where we'll just stop and I'm like, let's just dance. And we'll be in the middle of a street. We'll be in the middle of a park. We'll be by a fountain. If anything kind of looks romantic, I'm like, let's just dance and we'll dance together. And I remember when we were in Denmark, Travis, and we oh, danced and there was so a person nice. playing a violin and it was amazing, uh, just beautiful. And we just danced in the streets. And it's just something that I love to do. We're not the greatest dancers. No. But to me, to be able to stop <laughs> and look in your eyes and have you twirl me and it's just me and you and no one else exists. I love that. But dating you is a blast. We have so much fun. And I wish people could understand or come on our dates. It usually has nothing to do with money. Honestly, we're, really doesn't. we're very frugal people, but we're simple people. We love to be simple. And so there's things that we find, we explore, we do, and it doesn't cost us a lot of money. Like 
Anyone could do them. It's so fun. It's so fun. Really what we're, I I think Don, you and I are really talking about is weekly dates and having fun together on a regular basis. They're the bread and butter of our relationship. They really are. It's something that we've done consistently. We've made the vow to do that and we continue to do that every week. And I think it's just that we have to have fun together. We've realized that that's a lifeline for our relationship. And I almost feel guilty sometimes. Sometimes you and I have so much fun. I'm like, is this okay? Are we allowed to have this much fun in life? Uh, but it's funny though, as simple and as easy as dating can be, we all know, and there's been times, uh, you know, in our marriage, Don, where it can also be so difficult to make time for it or just to make it happen. Yes, yeah, so there's definitely seasons of life that just seasons. get very busy, you know, especially when your kids are younger or just busy seasons at work and you just are pushing through, you're trying to get through to make it through that season and it gets difficult. And that's just normal. We yeah. have those ebb and flows. But it's worth it. It's worth it to push through. But when a couple does make it happen, here's why it's worth it. It releases a powerful effect on their marriage. And maybe the most important part, feelings for one another. Right. Yes. You want to feel in love. Like love is a choice. Yes. And I'm going to choose to love you, Don, until the day I die. But it's nice to have some feelings that, wow, she's gorgeous. And this environment we're in is so fun. And we're laughing and playing. And It's just a great thing. Now, in an article by Gerald Zingriff, here's what he writes. He says, date nights improve marriages. According to Common Sense and a comprehensive quantitative study that was conducted by the National Marriage Project at the University of Virginia. The study showed, and he's sharing these results, uh, that, that improvements for married couples who go on frequent dates across categories such as happiness, commitment, communication, parenthood stability, and community integration. The evidence from this study also showed that married couples who devote time together at least once a week not only have lower divorce rates, but also increase the perceived quality of their marriage. That is enough evidence to start dating your spouse more, he writes. Wow, that's incredible. You guys can tell that we are very passionate about dating, something that we practice, we encourage other couples, we offer to babysit for people so they can make sure that they're going on dates because dating is so important. You need to continue to date your spouse. But why? Why is dating specifically so important to us? There are several things that come to mind when we think of dating. Of course, that marriage balloon, like we talked about in the beginning, comes to mind. Great picture. We don't want a marriage that looks like a tired, deflated balloon. We want one that is big, full, and filled with enough air to proudly be displayed at a party. We want a marriage that sounds like a full balloon when someone pops it, and it suddenly gives out a loud, exciting bang. Again, why is dating so important to us? Because when we are on a date, we speak the same language. We truly understand each other in a way no one else on earth does. It's our chance to communicate and to get on the same page. When we are on a date, it's a memory maker. It actually timestamps our love on a weekly or a monthly basis. When we are on a date, it's our chance to relax. I know we'll just look at each other and just like breathe and we're like, oh, we are finally all by ourselves. It's that moment that we can truly just be ourselves. We don't have to impress anyone. When we are on a date, there is a boundary that no one can cross. It's our time. No one else's time. Just me and yours. And I love love that. It's like, I mean, how many times uh, do you, you get a call or I get a call? 
and we just push decline. Yes. It's like, sorry, too bad. You are not going to interrupt this incredible moment. Travis, I know when we are on a date, it reminds us that we were us before all of this. Now we dated and fell in love long before all of the responsibilities of life. That's how we started. That's how we got to know each other. When we are on a date, it's a chance to be kids again and to have fun together. This is so important because it reminds us that love isn't all responsibility and day-to-day living. It's also really truly enjoying one another in environments and situations that are pure fun. We love to laugh. We love to be goofy. We love to do just odd, random things. Yeah, and that's one of the other dates that we've done a ton of, haven't we? We've gone to so many comedians Comedians. and just had a blast. And you're done and your face hurts. You've cried. Your stomach hurts. But those are some of the best dates. Yes, they are. I know, Travis, when we are on a date, it's a potential spark to set a forest fire of romance ablaze in our hearts for each other. It does something. There's this romantic spark that begins and, man, I just want to be with you. I want to be close to you. I want you to to hold me and kiss me. And I just love that. These are some of the biggest things that dating has meant to us in our marriage. These are what's important to us and why we consistently prioritize each other and date night. It's why we walked the beach for six miles and went out to eat together just last week when we were on vacation alone together. It's why we set aside money in our budget for a date night. We've always had a date night. It's why we say no to friends and family in our schedule to make time for us. I know we always talk about our week ahead of time. And if we don't have a time for a date, we have to say no to something else. Yeah. Because our date is a priority. Something's got to give. And it's not going to be time alone with you and I. That is a priority. It is. It's the number one thing next to spending time with God. Okay. So we have talked about what dating has meant to us and our marriage. But how do we date our spouse? And what are key things every date must include? And so we've been talking 10 things every date with your spouse must include. And these are so important. And you're going to need to write these down. Share this episode, this particular podcast uh, episode with your friends because it's so good. You got to write this down. Here we go. 10 things every date with your spouse must include. Number one, no stress. No stress. None. (laughs) If you're stressed out, you cannot focus on each other. Get rid of the stress. Shut the laptop. Turn the phones off. Get away from the kids. I mean, no stress. Number two, an activity you both enjoy. I mean, have you ever looked over at a couple, Don, when we're off doing something together and you could tell the husband's digging it, but the wife is (laughs) bored out of her mind. You can see it on their face or they're just on their phone or whatever. Totally. It's like, okay, this is not working. Yeah. Okay. Number three, time. Time is so important. It can't be rushed. Don't do a 30-minute date. I mean, if that's all you have, we get it for that particular week. But that is not sustainable. You need like an hour and a half, maybe to four hours every week minimum where you aren't rushed. The time that you set aside says that your relationship is important. Number four, here we go. No hot topics or past arguments. Refuse to bring them up. This is not a time to settle arguments. (laughs) Not a time for conflict. Not Not a time to figure out the big dilemmas or problems with your marriage or life. Number five, 
a playful attitude. I think we're talking about Don just just kind of like letting go of all responsibility yes. and not like where you're going to get arrested. Right. You know, so playful that you just break all the rules, but break some rules. Yes. Have some fun. Be Stay kids out again. too late. Yep. Uh, make out in the car, whatever. Number 6, laughter and silliness. Again, laughter is so important. It's so important. It's such a great way. It's medicine for our souls, but it's also medicine for our marriage. And so cut up with each other. Make fun of yourself. Don't make fun of your spouse or, or you know, goof off right. and talk about how funny this is or that is as you're experiencing things, new things together. Number seven, timing. Timing's great. You know, uh, setting a date where you can really uh, make the most of the time. For instance, it could end with going to bed in each other's arms or maybe even intimacy of having sex and being together and really bonding physically. It doesn't have to end that way, but it definitely should end in each other's arms, just hugging and holding. How fun. I know timing is actually really important because you want to make sure that you're able to enjoy the time together. If you're if you're go, trying to go on a date at midnight and you're just tired and you just want to fall asleep, you're not going to enjoy each other. Or if it's really early in the morning and you haven't gotten proper sleep, you're not going to enjoy each other. So make sure that you set the right time for the date. Again, we're talking about 10 things every date with your spouse must include. Number eight, adventure. Adventure. Try something new. It's okay to do old favorites. We do that all the time. But new experiences can add a shot of excitement, a romance to your relationship. And that's why you and I, Don, we try new things constantly. I mean, that's how we found the underground uh, ping ping pong pong, bar (laughs) that we go play (laughs) ping pong in. We don't drink, but in the street caves. and Where we go dancing. Tons of fun stuff. Like you got to try new things. And number nine, talk communicate, share recent positive experiences, dreams, feelings of love. I'm a big fan of that. If I feel it, I'm going to tell you, Don, future goals and things that you are grateful for in your spouse. Talk, communicate. And if you need to leave your phone at home, leave it at home because you don't want to communicate with someone else on your phone. Communicate with your spouse during this time. Take the time to talk face to face, looking in each other's eyes without a communication device. So good. It's so good. And number 10, I need a drum roll, but number 10, here we go. Alone, alone, or alone in a crowd. Yes. I know that's a weird way of saying it. Like either legitimately alone, like there's no other human around you for like five miles alone, or you're just alone in a crowd and you'll never run into anybody you know because they're all perfect strangers and you can truly feel alone and have a great time. Like if you're at a baseball game in the middle of a, you know, a Coliseum, like it's okay. You're just alone because you don't know other thousands of people around you. You can still laugh and hug and, you know, just be together alone, but with thousands of people around. Yeah. And I think that's the the big part is to just have fun with each other and be really informal and connecting with one another. A double date isn't quite the same. They're fun. Yeah. They're amazing, but that's not alone alone. It doesn't fully count as a true date. It does not. It's good, but it's not enough. Now we wanted to give you, as promised, 10 things every date with your spouse must include, but we were talking about it. We decided to throw in two bonus uh, pieces as well. Here they are, number 11 and number 12. These are bonus ones. Uh, We just want to strongly, strongly encourage you to wear clothes that your spouse finds attractive. You know, wear hot clothes or clothes that make you look hot and really kind of heat up the experience a little bit. 
saying a lot of things that you just put in some extra time to try to look nice, but who doesn't want to be with somebody who looks nice? And then as you're on that date with your spouse, you want to feel like you look good too. So put in that extra time and effort and just pick out some nice clothes. Like why not look hot for your oh, spouse? Oh, so good. And the last one, bonus, uh, again, two bonus ones. Uh, number 12, lots of touching. Yes, Be affectionate. affectionate. Man, don't be that couple in public who they're at a restaurant and they're not talking, they're not smiling, and they're sitting like 10 miles from each other. No, 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 no. Be like within reach where yes. you're constantly holding each other's hands or you're you're grabbing each other or pulling each other close and kissing each other. Be affectionate. Lots and lots of touching. Well, obviously, you guys can tell that we believe in the importance of dating your spouse. We believe in keeping the romance alive and just having fun together. Don't be the deflated balloon. No, that's what we're trying to say. Be the balloon that's blown up, that's ready to party. Marriage can be fun. Marriage should be fun. Make sure you're taking that time and investing it in your spouse by going out on a date with them on a regular basis. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, you can do it. You've got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time. <laughs>